Welcome to the True Vine Podcast. Wherever you are listening, we hope this inspires you, builds your faith, and brings perspective that God is moving in your life. Enjoy the message. Now could you stand in honor of the word of the Lord, Galatians chapter 3. Thank you again for being here. Welcome, welcome, welcome. All of you streaming online or watching this broadcast at a later date, I bless you and may God protect you also wherever you are. Paul's writing to the church in Galatia. And he's writing in chapter 3 of verse 3. He says this, Are ye so foolish? He's asking a question. Having begun in the Spirit. I want you to notice that's a capital S on the screen in your Bible, your mobile device. And anytime there's a capital S in the Word of God, it's referring to the deity of God, the Spirit of God. There are other spirits. I have a spirit. You have a spirit. There are evil spirits. Those are lowercase s's. So he's saying, having begun in the spirit with God, you're now made perfect by the flesh? Question mark. I think we know the answer to the question, but let me show you how the easy-to-read version reads, and then I'll let you sit down. It says, you begin your life in Christ with the spirit. Again, get another capital S. Now do you try to complete it by your own power? Question mark. It says three words. That is foolish. That is foolish. I want to preach to you on this subject this morning that God laid on my heart. We need a move. We need a move. Heavenly Father, once again, we come to this sacred desk to preach to wonderful people of God this morning. I pray, God, that that same spirit, Lord, that same anointing that's flowed in the 915 service, God, would duplicate itself at 1115. Give us a rebranding and a fresh anointing and a touch again as we sit quietly in your presence to hear the voice of God We thank you for the opportunity to gather here. We thank you for those that are streaming. In Jesus' name, we bless everybody. And if you receive it, could you shout amen? Amen. Amen. God bless you for standing this morning. You can be seated. We need a move. Can someone shout that back to me? Come on, say it again with intensity. We need a move. We need a move. The nation of Wales is a place where evangelist Evan Roberts was baptized with fire. Of, by the fire of God and commissioned by the Lord as a leader in the world-reaching Welch revival in the early 1900s. So many people were radically saved that a supernatural outpouring hit the nation of Wales and they experienced a societal transformation. History here, and I read, judges had no cases to try in Wales. The law enforcement officials had no crimes to deal with, so they formed a traveling evangelistic singing groups with the time on their hands. The presence of God was so strong among the common people that the pubs closed down. Sporting events were canceled. Thousands of depressed and drunken miners came to Jesus, and hundreds left everything behind to give their lives to the foreign mission field. It is believed that since the 1900s, there has never been a revival in the world history that can trace its roots further back to the nation-shaken Welch revival. There is something about a move of God that changes humanity. The pubs closed down. Sporting events weren't interesting. The crime dissipated and evaporated. They had no, no court cases. There was nothing in the court docket. They had nothing to do. It all goes back to this revival in Welsh when God poured out his spirit upon all flesh in the early 1900s. I'm here to tell you, my friend, we need a move of God like that in the 21st century in the year 2020. We need a fresh anointing in a pandemic that will blow into our lives and our mind and then restore that relationship and that anointing that we've had in times past. We ought 
ought not to be fearful. We ought not to cower down. These are times where God can step in and say to somebody, peace be still. Take up your cross and follow me. Woman, be thou made whole. In times of adversity, in times of need, we need a move. Can you shout amen? Amen. Nothing can replace revival spirit. Nothing can stop the revival spirit. Not depression, not society, not politics, not protesting, not a pandemic. I'm here to tell you, my friend, nothing can stop the revival spirit that moves upon God's church. That's why I say, and I title my message this morning, we need a move. It's time to revive that revival spirit. God, sweep over our land, sweep over our globe, sweep over our country, sweep over our cities, sweep over our homes, sweep over your people, God. We need a fresh move and a fresh anointing of the spirit of God like the old days were. Can you say Amen. Back in the old days, in my grandfather's era, our forefathers, the apostolic power was so potent and so relevant that they would have revivals and they would set up tents, call them Holy Ghost revivals. My grandfather ministered in Texas, in East Texas and Louisiana, and there would be some fields that they would just set up a tent and in some cases take a spray paint can or a brush, a brush of paint and paint on their Holy Ghost revival. Why? Because they knew if people could get in the presence of God, that their lifestyle and their home and their marriage and their addictions could be put back together with one touch of God's hand, one message, one song, one altar of repentance, one deliverance. It was signs, miracles, and wonders. And back in the day, my friend, our forefathers really believed that God really could do that. And if God moved in the house, that people would be saved and people would be changed and people would be restored because it took a move of God to change them. But they were changed. The previous generation came out of bondage, craving for a brand new life. It was something new that was coming on the scene. It was a new way. And they realized that with the spirit is true, then the spirit of God can set me free. And when it set them free, my friend, they were radically changed from the inside out. It wasn't a 12-step program. They didn't have a patty cake for Jesus. They didn't high-five and go out and say, hey, that was a nice Holy Ghost party and go back to the way that they used to live. No, when they started the next day and woke up in the morning, God changed their life because there was a move of God. There was a move of the Spirit of God and they believed what happened to them and they began to live the life walking after the Spirit and not after the flesh. That's why Paul says, hey, have we begun in the spirit? You think you're going to finish in the flesh? No, I used to be in the flesh, and now I walk in the spirit, according to Romans 8, chapter 1. I'm not going to teeter-totter back in the flesh because I can't finish what God is doing in the flesh. I've got to finish. I've got to sustain myself in the spirit of God, and I need a fresh anointing in my life. I need a move of God in my home. I need a move of God in my thoughts. I need a move of God in my daily activities. Yes, my friend, we need a move. And can someone say amen? amen? So I'm preaching about the old times for just a little bit. When the Spirit of God set people free, no more, no more darkness, no more oppression, no more enslaved to sin in their old life. You see, they experienced the baptism by fire. Someone shout fire. fire. And they are still living for God now 
or they died in the faith. Back in the day, something got a hold of them, my friend. It's not just dipping your toe in the water. It's not just wading in the shallow end, my friend. It's jumping in with what God has for everybody. It's jumping into the spirit of God and the power of God and the anointing of God. And when God sets you free, my friend, he sets you free and you are free indeed. I'm not going back to my old life. I'm not going back to darkness. Maybe I'm in a pandemic. Maybe I need a move of God. Maybe I need a fresh anointing. But hey, God. God is true and God is real and God is powerful and I receive it today for my life and my family. And can you say amen? amen. Woo! Someone shout, we need a move. move. I need a move. We need a spiritual explosion that would grip this world of miracles and signs and wonders of the old school tent revival where they would just throw out the wheelchairs and the crutches. If you've seen any documentary, if you've seen anything of old times, there was crutches in some of the churches back in the day. They used to kind of hang the crutches on the wall to show, hey, look what, somebody used to need, needed those, but God set them free. There'll be wheelchairs in the corner. What am I saying, my friend? I'm telling you that when God descends upon a hungry hearts and a people that want a move of God, God comes down and he restores and he repairs and he revives anything that needs a touch of life. And that's why I say we need a move. Let us not grow carnal. Let us not grow weak. Let us not... Hello. Mm, come on, somebody. Oh, come on, someone shout, I need a move. I'm not saying we're backslidden. I'm not saying we're carnal. I'm not saying we're going to hell. I'm just saying we're living in a pandemic and things are different and we're in uncertain times. And yes, I need a fresh anointing. I need a fresh move. I don't want to get cold in my spirit. I don't want to get carnal. I don't want to try to patty cake for Jesus in the flesh. I need God to descend down on me and I need to be baptized with fire again and again and again. Woo! Those in the old days good friend of mine from my home church, grew up in the 60s. He's 74 today. Grew up doing drugs in Jacksonville Beach, sleeping outdoors, arrested over multiple times, hitchhiked from Jacksonville to San Diego, coming out of the Woodstock area in the 60s and the psychedelic and the drugs and the love everybody and just love running rampant and all the Woodstock era came out of that era, got arrested, was in jail here in San Diego and our home church was doing prison services. He was actually in an honor camp, which is a step up from jail. They trusted him and them guys not to run off out in Descanso out on the Interstate 8. And back in my grandpa's day, they used to take a team out there, and there were some men and women that would go out there and sing about God with an accordion. Does anybody know what an accordion is? Am I talking like Greek right now? An accordion, you know, okay? Well, I'm talking Spanish to some of them. You don't know, know what I'm saying. Accordion's an English word, I think. Maybe not, but they would take the accordion, and the ladies would sing, and the men would preach. And this brother would go there, and he said, I would just go there to get out of my cell to get fresh air and to see different faces. And I just say, yeah, I want to go to church. I didn't care. I just wanted to, hey, let's change the scenery for an hour because it's just boring in my cell. He goes, but I thought to myself, he told me the story later. I thought to myself, if I ever believe that there's a God and if I ever want a God, I want to go to the church where those people go to church, where they sing down the power and they preach with the fiery of the glory of God. And whatever they have, if I want God, I want what they have. 
Because I'm not diminishing any other church. But when, when, when that church came in, that Pentecostal church came in, there was something different about their preaching, something different about their worship, something different about the intensity. And he says, if I ever want to get out of this life, I'm going to where that church is. He got out, made his way to the church, fresh out of honor camp. Came to church, received the infilling and the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Radically changed his life. You got to understand, he's coming back from the, the hippie, the long hair, the drugs, the alcohol, the love, the Woodstock era, 68, 69. Hitchhike. Who hitchhikes from Jacksonville to San Diego? I mean, hippie, right? But that was the thing back then, right? Where are you going, man? We're just hitchhiking. Well, he said, I got arrested so many times. He goes, I knew the routine. Well, here we go again. But he got into the presence of an apostolic church service. In a jail. And he thought, if I ever want to get out of my life, I'm going to where they are. Because there's something about them that is different. What is he saying? He's saying, I could feel the move of God. I couldn't articulate it. I could not unpack it. I could feel it in my body. I got chills when they would sing and preach. They made me cry. I haven't cried in a lot of years. Men don't cry. Tough guys stand there. But he says, when God came into that room, I realized there's something more to life than what I've figured out in the last 20 years. I need a move of God. When I get out of jail, I got to find that church. He finds the church. He repents of his sins. They baptize him in the name of Jesus. He becomes a minister. He becomes associate pastor. And now at 74 years old, retired out, he could probably quote more scripture than all of us put together. What am I saying is, he got a touch from God. He got an anointing from God. We need a move of God in the 20th century, 21st century. We need a move of God during this time. I can't grow weak. I can't grow. Mm, come on, somebody, listen to me. I need a move. We need a move. Signs and wonders and miracles are not just slogans and fancy words and mottos. No, it's real. We used to sing a song that shows I'm probably 100 years old. It's real, it's real. You remember that one? How's it go? I know it's real. Pentecostal blessing and I know, I know it's real. Sounds kind of corny now, but you know what? <laughs> but there was power. And people like him said, I know it's real. How do you know? Because I hitchhiked from Jacksonville. I slept under the boats out there. I sold drugs. We got high. That's all there was to do. I said, I'm going to go get high on the West Coast. How are you going to get there? I'm going to hitchhike across the states. Then I get arrested. Then I find myself incarcerated. But there's somebody singing, it's real. It's real. That Pentecostal blessing. There's something about, he was saying, hey, I didn't even know there was such of a move of God. But for us that know, my friend, maybe you need a fresh anointing. Maybe we need a fresh touch. Maybe this pandemic has gotten you a little out of balance. And I've come back to preach say, hey, come on, we need a move. We need a fresh touch. That Holy Ghost power needs to come down and baptize us again with fire. Oh, someone shout fire. Woo! We need a move. We need a move in our country. We need a move in our state, in our cities, in our homes. We need a move. Maybe you got a call of God on your life, and maybe you've been in ministry before the pandemic, and everything's been put on pause, but you need a move. Don't dismiss that. Come on, we're still going to pick up where we left off. Come on, God's 
Calling is not without repentance. He doesn't make mistakes. Hey, I used to serve. I used to get excited. God used me. God caught a call in my life. I used to get excited. I was like David. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. But during this pandemic, I get a little worried. I get a little concerned. I'm not as excited. I'm a little more skittish. You know what? We need to move. We've never lived through this before. We're trying to figure it out as we go. I'm trying to pastor and move people forward and keep people saved. And thank God, Brother Blair, he's helping keep new people saved. Things are happening in the spirit. God's not on pause. God's not disappeared. God's not on the backseat. God's not staying away. My friend, what are you saying? Come on, we need a fresh anointing to say, hey, mm, come on. We need a move. I need a move. My family, my mind, my spirit, my soul. God, revive us again. Revive us today. Revive us now. Why? We need a move. Together, I've mentioned in social media that we are one family and we are true vine. And I realize that together we rally, Stephanie, together. Together we unite. Together we support. Together we love. Together we conquer. Together we are stronger. Not isolated. Not by myself. You've never lived through a pandemic and I've never passed through a pandemic. We are in uncertain times. When will it be back to normal? Whatever that means. Maybe after the vaccine? When will people be a little more comfortable? I don't know. But all I know through this, it began in the spirit. And I can't think that I would finish in the flesh. It is the spirit of God that's going to sustain the church of the living God. My friend, that's you and I. That's you and I. I want you to close your eyes right now and lift your hands and I'm going to pray a prophetic prayer of declaration upon this church. If you're watching online, I want you to close your eyes wherever you are, if you're able to, and I want you to lift your hands and I want the online family to be included in this declaration that I'm going to speak prophetically into our lives. Why are you doing that, Pastor? Because we need to move. We're trying to learn our way through the desert As I declare unto the church, I come against darkness. I come against depression. I come against despair. I come against discontentment. I declare unto the church of the living God and those that are watching, I come against loneliness. As a pastor and a man of God, I come against bitterness. I rebuke unforgiveness. And I slay the giant of sadness and hopelessness. God, according to your word, according to your power, we call these things into existence as though they are. Now I want you to lift your voice and thank God and receive that prophetic prayer into your life, into your home. We slay the giants of discouragement and depression and darkness and discontentment and loneliness and fear. We are slaying giants today according to the word of God and the prophetic voice of God. We need a move. We need an anointing.
In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We cannot finish. We can't walk in the flesh. It started with an anointing and God filled me with his spirit. What do you mean, pastor? I mean, it's the spirit of God that lives inside of us. We are spirit-filled. That term, a spirit-filled church, means the people are filled, not the building. We are a spirit-filled church. We are Pentecostal. So that spirit of God that lives in me has to sustain me through uncertain times. That spirit of God that lives in his church must be fluid, not stagnant, but it's got to move. This started in the spirit and we will finish. We will exit out of this pandemic in the spirit. So we need a move. This world needs a move. This church needs a move. The saints of the Most High God need a move. Yes, indeed, we are standing in the middle of uncertainty. Coronavirus might be moving through, but God is moving in stronger than before. God is moving in stronger than before. This is a move. I was working on this message this week, and like any pastor, times of uncertainty, bringing fresh manna every week. Based on what maybe that people are going through or the happenings, and on our screen in our den, I have Pandora. I have several praise and worship stations there, and I just... I loop it during the day. In fact, it's looping now, blasting while we're here. And I work in my home office across the house. And Alan, I, can, I got it about right to where I can hear it, but it's not a distraction to me. And the song came on, This is a Move by Tasha Cobbs. And we sing it here, Eric. But I don't want to act like I'm some music guru. I didn't know Tasha Cobbs. I had to Google it. In fact, the song I Googled wasn't even the name of the song, but I found it. I was Googling, we need a move. And as I sat there, I felt my spirit just be inundated with the Holy Ghost in my home office. And it's as if God said, you need to preach that on Sunday. This was Tuesday. So on my computer, I pull it up on YouTube, and I watch Tasha Cobbs in a live concert streaming that song. And honestly, I just begin to cry. I said, God, it's nice you touched me, but anybody can play that on their iTunes playlist. What am I supposed to say? He said, preach about my move. And so throughout the week, I kept getting little nuggets from God. And I just kept typing. And so this 
message was birthed. And I just kept listening to Tasha Cobb sing, This is a Move, and I watched it. And I, it got to the end, Eric, and I'd play it again. It just kept moving me. And like YouTube, I, I scrolled down to see the comments, right? Sometimes, depending on the subject matter, comments could be a little abrasive. I got to be honest with you, Sister Rosie, when I started to read those comments, I cried again. That people need a move of God in their life. They're desperate, they're hungry, they're craving for something. They're caving in in times of uncertainty. There's nothing solid under their feet. There's no solid ground. And Candace Hicks, I wrote, and I put it up there so you can see. This was the first one as I scroll down. She says, I am in rehab, and our driver has the radio set on Gospel Station here in Atlanta. I, ha- I heard this song last month. I was in tears. When I turned my back on God and I remembered the day that my life fell apart. Last year was the worst year of my life. Today I'm 81 days clean. I'm on my way to getting my son back. Your voice moved me. I am forever grateful. Love. I don't know Candace, but I know the move of God. That song gripped her heart. Dietrich Knox said, when I was homeless after returning from the military with battling PTSD, I felt so all alone, I attempted suicide multiple occasions. I stumbled across your music, and now I am in a home of my own with a great job as a stagehand. I walked away from God, believing he had abandoned me at my weakest moments. After finding a church home, the Lord removed all barriers. We need a move. My friend, these are testimonies from people I don't know. I give them credit and I honor them. But it's the song, the words that gripped their heart. The other testimony I extracted, this song has been on repeat on my iTunes. After a mammogram, we were asked to come in for a biopsy. Just as the song says, I fasted and I prayed and I had faith. And the biopsy, went in for the biopsy and they couldn't find it. Yes, yes, yes. We serve a miracle-making God. Giants like cancer are still being slain. Hallelujah. We need a move, my friend. God's Spirit restores and replenishes. God's Spirit revives and refreshes. We need a move. Wherever you are this morning in this pandemic, mentally, psychologically, emotionally, spiritually, wherever you are in the spectrum of where we are in uncertain times, I just want to submit to you this morning, you need a move. I read you three stories there. I want to ask you this question. The praise team is going to help me with this song. I want them to sing it. But while they're singing it, you can just stay seated. And I want you to find the answer to this question. What is your story? Dietrich, Candace, Akusha, we know yours. But what is your story? If you're watching online today, ask yourself the question and answer the question. 
question. What's your story? Thank you for listening. Special thanks to those who give generously to this ministry. It is because of you that this ministry is possible. You can visit our website or church app if you would like to give. And if you enjoyed this podcast, you can subscribe, like and share it with your friends, and tag us on social media. Because we want to witness with you what God is doing in your life. Thank you, and God bless.